Broadcasting live from the KVXL studios at Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. The Frittle Show with Crystal Heath. I've said that we must be cautious in claiming God is on our side. I think the real question we must answer is, are we on his side? Faith, family, freedom. For me, it's very simple. I think we've got to, we've got to get the country back on the right track with the most inspiring agenda. A voice in the desert. Now, here's Crystal Heath. And hey, Las Vegas, what's up? I'm Crystal Heath. You're listening to The Frittle Show on KBXL 101.1 FM Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas, where our service times are 9.30 and 11.15, Sunday morning, 6 p.m., Sunday evening, 7 p.m., Wednesday nights is our midweek service, 6501 West Lake Mead Boulevard is our address. Hope you'll join us this Sunday, St. Patrick's Day. Next week, I'm going to tell you about the real uh, St. Patrick an amazing, amazing missionary uh, to Ireland. But today is not the day that we will talk about St. Patrick. In fact, today I really, to be honest, have no idea (laughs) what we're going to talk about or where this is going to go uh, because I have actually been out of town and uh, not been looking at the news at all uh, the past three days. Not because I have no interest in these things. Um, well, what happened... Um, well, it's, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this, but I, I took some vacation time on Monday and Tuesday. Um, my brother and I and the dogs, we went out to, uh, to the San Diego area, and then my vehicle broke down Tuesday as we were leaving San Diego. Had to get it fixed. Spent uh, Wednesday working on that and got back uh, pretty late. Uh, got home pretty late last night. So um, I, I, I have <laughs> because I was taking a vacation, um, and due to the nature of, of what we were doing. I just I chose to step away from what's been happening in the world and in politics and on social media, so I, I really don't know. I saw a little bit about the college admission scandal. Uh, that's pretty much the only news that I'm aware of that's been happening in our world the past couple of days. Um, and you know, as I was driving in this morning, I was like, I have no idea what we're going to talk about on this program. So there's probably going to be a lot of music today. Apologies to those of you who are listening to the podcast version of the program because it's going to be pretty short for you guys, I think. But you know, I I've had a, a lot going on uh, in my personal life for the past uh, about the past month, maybe a little bit longer. Um, as many of you know, I had, uh, I guess it was the end of January, beginning of February, I don't even remember anymore, uh, my vehicle that I've driven for a long time bit the dust. It was the end. It's time had come, and I had to uh, search for a new vehicle. God was very good, allowed me to uh, to purchase um, not a new, a new a new vehicle for me is, <laughs> is a good way to put it. It's in 2011, so it's not new, but to me it is new. And, uh, you know, had about 100,000 miles less than <laughs> my vehicle that had perished. So, um, you know, God was just very good and gracious in providing that for me and uh, in, in allowing me uh, to acquire that vehicle from a, a great uh, older couple. It took 
fantastic care of it, you know, and um, some great friends uh, here at Liberty. Um, um, that helped me to get that. And, uh, you know, it's just, um, it was a blessing to be able to see that happen and be able to get a new vehicle and get on the road. Um, but because of that, because I, 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 um, personally try to not go the route of a vehicle loan or, or really any loan outside of, uh, my mortgage, um, because of that, my financial situation, well, let's just say that ramen has become a more, uh, staple part of our diet <laughs> the last few months because, in, you know, it's, it's, car issues are a thing of money requirements. And to me, it always seems like I can just relate so well with, uh, actually, I'm not sure if it's Solomon, is Proverbs 30 Solomon? Or is it the other guy? I think it might be the other guy. I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up right now. But in Proverbs chapter 30, um, it, it, it verses, uh, I believe it's 7 through 9, I, I love these verses because they're just encouraging to me because this is how I feel about my life a lot of times. It says, Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not uh, before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. And I feel like financially that's kind of where I live. Like every time I feel like, you know what? I'm, this is, look, God is good. My bank account, like I can actually, I don't feel bad about going to In-N-Out Burger. I can actually afford to do that and buy, you know, something that's going to cost me $4 once, you know, once a, <laughs> once a week. And I can put gas in my car and it's not something to wear. Like every time I reach a point where I feel like, you know what, it's, it's, this is, this is a good place to be financially. It's like, God's uh, like, mm, you know, we're going to have to knock that down a little bit. So, and then something happens like where there's a vehicle or I'm a big expense to where I'm like, all right, yeah. So I'm back to, back to not being full, so full anymore. And, and it, but I, I think it's in many ways, it's a good thing. And I don't know if that happens to you. It may just be me. I don't know, but I, I feel like this is the place where I live, lest I be full and deny thee and say who is the Lord, or lest I be poor and steal. So somewhere, not not full, but not poor, just somewhere right in the middle, just enough, but never never too much. Does that that kind of make sense? So that's that's where I was at um, financially, and then uh, you know for the last couple of months, and then you know about a month ago, I started having some some health issues that were um, uh, fairly fairly serious. Um, concern and uh, I didn't I didn't tell very many people about what was going on because quite frankly we didn't know what was going on and uh, um, I, I I think I've been to the doctor more and I'm sorry this isn't this this episode is just gonna be really I think pretty much a lot of, of personal stuff because I one I, I don't know what's happening in the world and two I, I think this is what God wants me to talk about on radio today I don't know why maybe it'll be encouragement to you I hope that it is but um you know, I, I've, I've been to the doctor more, or to different doctors in the last four weeks, 
think, than I have in the last four years of my life. And, uh, you know, just a, a process of elimination on a lot of different things um, to where what was thought to be a possibility was um, for what was wrong was, was you know, uh, not good, we'll just say, um, to where my personal prayer life for myself was probably the, you know, I was thinking about this morning, it was, you know, the, the biggest prayer request of, of my life uh, for me personally was uh, was when there's something that, that shows up on x-rays that you don't want to see um, and uh, didn't know uh, how that was going to go. But you know, yesterday was the day we got the the results from the from the second. Well, it's been a bunch of different tests going on and different things I've been doing, but uh, the second round of X-rays to kind of confirm uh, what it was or or was not that was going on. And uh, you know, so for those of you that knew and that prayed for me, thank you, thank you so much. And um, you know, God just God answered prayer because uh, the, the I, I can't even I, I don't want to get too specific um, for a variety of reasons, but uh, mostly because it makes me super emotional. But and then we won't be able to do radio, and that's the whole reason why uh, why I'm here this morning is to do radio. Um, but you know, when the when the doctor calls and it's something that you that could be really really bad, and then they call and say, you know what, what we saw before is no longer there. It's, it's gone. There's nothing showing up or the picture of perfect health. It's, uh, just kind of an emotional roller coaster, but you know, and, and, and then, you know, there's, a, there'll always be a question of was there never anything there, uh, to begin with, or did God, uh, did God heal? I don't know the answer to that, but I know that God answers prayer and the prayer was that there would be nothing and there was nothing. And so that's, that is pretty fantastic. And that's one of the reasons why, um, I just took some time <clears throat> to get away. I needed to do some, some things in California, needed to visit some friends there and, uh, and also just had, a, had some things going on that just needed to, to take a step back for a couple of days. So, um, we went to California it was amazing, let me tell you what, but, you know, uh, so <laughs> I forget sometimes. Now, I, I love Las Vegas, but sometimes I forget how much I really, really, just really love being out in, like, farm country and around animals where there's not noise, there's not the hustle and the bustle and the nonstop activity of the city. So we visited some friends, they had, you know, probably four or five acres of just rolling green California countryside and, uh, you know, orange trees growing in their backyard, lemon trees growing in their backyard, full of fruit, you know, to walk out for breakfast and just pluck an orange off of a tree and eat that. Oh my goodness. That is an amazing thing that everyone should experience at least once in their life. I have never had an orange that tasted that good ever. It was, I mean, wow. Did I bring some of them home with me? Yes, I did. Am I going to share them with you? Sorry, no. I'm not really even sorry about that. Like, that was God's gift to me, and uh, he hasn't asked me yet to share it with you. So, don't don't plan on that. 
but <laughs> but um you know it was just it was it was perfect for what I needed and uh it was uh we didn't we didn't go anywhere we didn't do anything we didn't uh we didn't go to the beach we didn't go downtown we literally just kind of went away um to uh to this friend's house and just enjoyed the quiet just rested um and and just took a break from everything and it was it was so such a blessing um and and amazing to me like uh, the quiet the far the farm life i tell you what like and i didn't know places like this existed in southern california i got to be honest with you oh i just realized i forgot my watch left it at home charging that is a bummer i've gotten so accustomed to my apple watch i'm going to feel lost without it all day anyway um yeah so green grass trees beautifulness like everybody had like a little farmette people had goats and sheep and chickens and and dogs and llamas and just beautiful beautiful country and it was amazing to me you know the the friends we were staying with they uh they do a lot of showing um and different things with golden retrievers and uh the the house that we were in um is where a lot of their retired dogs uh, live. The dogs that are no longer on the show circuit that have already finished their championships and stuff. The retired dogs, the retired Goldens live there. So I was amazed. You no, know, I lived in a house with upwards of 20 Golden Retrievers. It was a big house. Don't worry. I love Goldens. And uh, for the last three days, it was it was fantastic. Like, it, I, I love Golden Retrievers. Love the country. So this, to me, this was just like a, a dream come true. Like little mini paradise here. So... But it was fascinating to me to see that uh, in a house with 20 Goldens, actually there was more than that, uh, the dust level, there was less dust in that house with 20 Goldens after three days of being there than after you know, three minutes of a Las Vegas breeze uh, leaves behind in my house. I, I was like, this is incredible. But the mosquitoes, tell you what, they got mosquitoes and I forgot how nice it was to not have to deal with pestilence like mosquitoes here in Las Vegas, but, um, really just had a, had a phenomenal time. Uh, we we're supposed to come home Tuesday evening. So we were, um, we were leaving our friends. Uh, we were literally driving away from our friend's house in my car. I just lost all power, stalled out. So like, that's weird. So restart it, uh, started going again, lost all power. Um, still on, but just no power, nothing coming from the engine. And, uh, turned it off tried one more time check engine light comes on uh car starts but zero engine power um and i was like well this is this is not good and uh but we we're able to to nurse it over to uh to a AutoZone, find out what was wrong with it turned out it was a well i'm not gonna explain to you the, the technicalities of it but bottom line was we needed to take it to a dealership to be repaired because it was a piece uh that you don't want to put in unless it's the actual uh chevy piece so we had to drive it over to the chevy dealership um praise god we were staying with some friends and didn't have to worry about you know trying to figure out another hotel night or trying to get there with uh with the dogs and everything um so they were able to come and get us and take us back so god just gave us you know another extra day i don't know why uh he did that and uh but we, we, we couldn't go anywhere. We were stuck until they got the, the vehicle fixed. And, uh, you know, we just were praying that uh, that that would happen yesterday. They weren't sure if they'd be able to even get to the vehicle until today. So um, 
it was a, it was an answer to prayer for for that and because of you know having to get having to have just bought the vehicle you know a little over a month ago and then um, with the different uh, medical bills and things my my bank account has not been looking you know real pretty and once there was the the car issue uh, on Tuesday night you know I just I was just praying I was like God you know I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this, you know, going to a dealership. Growing up, my dad, we never took vehicles to the dealership because, you know, the dealership is going to charge way too much. You can do it for less than half, usually if you take it to, to somebody else. And so I was, you know, talking to my dad about this. We were concerned and uh, concerned about the financial aspect of it. And I was just praying. I was like, God, let this be, if this could just be under $500, that would be that would be great. And so I went to bed with that, you know, being my prayer, being my thought, God, just let it be less than 500 bucks. Let it be less than 500 bucks. And, um, then Wednesday, you know, outside eating my orange that I just picked off the orange tree, um, waiting to hear from the dealer on when they could get it in, how much it was going to be and all this stuff, you know, just talking to the Lord and like, God, just let's be less than 500 bucks. And I, I don't know how you communicate with, uh, with the Lord and what your prayer life is like, but, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say that I that God speaks to me um, because I think a lot of times when people say that people get the wrong impression of what that would mean. You know, it's not like God's writing in the sky or like I hear some voice. But you know, for me, um, God often speaks to me in in a still quietness. Uh, you know, in 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 my mind with thoughts that wouldn't come, you know, from from me. And uh, it was like it was just like why why five hundred can you afford that? You know, and I just kind of took a step back and I was like, well, well, I mean, I, I can, it will, it will be rough, but I can, I can make it happen. Um, he was like, well then if that's going to be rough, why are you asking me for something that's still going to be rough for you? Why don't you ask for something to where it's, you can have a little bit of money still left over after this is done. And I just kind of stood there thinking, wow, you know, why, why am I limiting God? Why am I not asking God for, for big, bigger things? And we had thought that, uh, that the part might actually be under a recall and then it would be nothing, but I found out then that it wouldn't be. So we went from maybe nothing to, I was like, okay, well, like 500 bucks, I could make that work and it would be all right. Um, and I was like, well, well, ask again. And so I, I, you know, I'm like trying to do, I didn't take my computer. Like I said, I was just trying to disconnect from everything. Um, and just, just relax, uh, for a few days, which is very, very difficult for me to do. That is not in any way, uh, my personality. I'm very much a go, 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 goer. Um, you can ask anyone who's ever traveled with me specifically, if it's just been the two of us, when I go places, I do things like I am there to see things and to do things and to experience and to live life. That's just the way, uh, that I'm wired. Um, and sometimes it drives people crazy cause we'll, we'll go places <laughs> and they'll be like, can we just enjoy this for a few minutes? I'm like, no, because see on our schedule, we have to get to our next location in 30 minutes so that we can see all the things. And they're like, well, why don't we just, you know, enjoy this moment? But anyway, um, I was praying and I just was like, all right, you know, if it could be, if it could be under 300 bucks, that would be, that would be great. And I didn't think 
I honestly, that was a request that I thought, okay, this is a, this is not going to happen. But this, God, if you want to know what what would be like the perfect scenario for me to where I wouldn't have to eat ramen every day, this would be it. You know, leave me a, leave me a little bit left over, and uh, I was like, but but we'd gotten the quote level to where just to just to bring it in was going to be a hundred and fifty bucks, and uh, I knew what uh, what AutoZone had said the dealer part would probably be, and uh, knowing what labor would probably be, um, I I didn't think that that was something that was possible. Five hundred was what I thought was possible. Um, and so to ask for three hundred was like, well, you know, I I don't think that this is, I don't think that this is gonna happen. But you know, if you want to, if if you're asking God, then this is what I would love it to be. You know, if it could fall under three hundred, I don't know how that would be even feasible, based on what they told me. But that would be, that would be fantastic. Um, and if they could get the car done on Wednesday, because they said they didn't think they'd be able to get to it probably until Thursday. Well, um, at noon yesterday, actually, no, it was afternoon. It was, I don't know what time it was. It was probably closer to like 2 o'clock. Yeah, probably, no, maybe one thirty, one thirty or 2. Uh, they called and they said uh, that my car was not only finished, but it was going to be $275 total, including tax. You know, I just, I just started, you know, tearing up thinking, wow. I love I love that God cares about stuff that sometimes I think we don't even think might be significant enough to ask him about. But how prideful is that of us to think that God doesn't care enough about this. I, you know, I don't want to bother God. God isn't bothered by us. God wants us to ask more. God wants us to ask in faith. God wants us to believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them who diligently seek him. He wants to be part of every part of our lives. And just in the, you know, in the in the last week I've seen God answer prayer request after prayer request after prayer request for me personally, including you know, the, the biggest personal prayer request of my life, literally. And it's just left me in awe of not just how good our God is, you know, because, you know, uh, you know different family members and, and things who were praying for me um, as I was going through that, uh, the health issues that I had, you know, it was, it was easy to say, you know, everything is good, God is good, you know, praise God, and 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 He is, and pray, and I do praise Him, and I'm 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 so grateful for where I'm at today. But you know, taking a step back, so even if um, the test results had shown something completely different, God would still have been good. He will always be good, even if my circumstances or my situation may not be good, that doesn't change the fact that God is good. And in his goodness, 
he doesn't just sit and 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 like a genie answer our requests he wants to he wants to know us he wants to be part of what's going on in our lives he wants us to bring everything to him like i don't know about you guys but when i have issues and problems i tell uh generally my 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 parents sometimes my close friends but like if i've got something going on in my life i'm going to tell somebody about it now i don't again i'm more of a private person so i don't tell a lot of people but i i usually i tell someone And I'm guessing you do too. Like you, you tell people. If something exciting happens, if if you're going on vacation, if something fun is happening, if if you uh, if something is not going well in life, there's somebody that you tell. Maybe different people. You know, you you tell the world on social media what's going on in your life. It, and that's great, and that's good, and that's normal. But what about God? Do you let God be as involved in your life as your Facebook friends are? Is he the first one that you call, if you will? He wants to be. He longs to be. He loves you. He loves you more than anyone else ever could or ever will. To me, that's amazing. And as I was going through um, <sighs> doctor's visits and, and different things, you know, to where it was, uh, be honest, it was it was scary. I would, you know, and I, I was talking to somebody about this as it was happening. I was like, you know, I cannot imagine living life not knowing God I can't imagine not having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and tr- and getting getting news that isn't you know isn't good news I don't know how people survive life without God I, I don't know how you do it I, I'm not that strong I couldn't do that I need God And at one point, uh, during all of that, there was a time when all I wanted was just to hug my dad. And I couldn't, because he lives in Pennsylvania. You know, he's 2,000 miles away, and all I wanted was my dad. And it made me realize in that moment you know just a a tiny glimpse I think of what Jesus went through on the cross for us all he wanted all he wanted was was his dad he was like my God my God why have you forsaken me and God turned his back and Jesus God's perfect son uninhibited fellowship, complete, total. It's like, Abba, Father, if it be possible, don't take this cup away. If there's... It's like, Daddy. Daddy, fix this problem. 
Let there be another way, but not my will, but thine be done. And then as he hangs on the cross, he says, my God, why? Why have you forsaken me? Not, why is there this pain? Not, why are you letting them do this? Not the injustice of it all, but God, why? Why, Dad? Do we have to be separated right now? And in that moment, um, last week, you know, it wasn't a matter of, you know, what the doctor said. It didn't matter. I just, I just wanted my dad. And Jesus loved us so much that he allowed himself to be separated in a painful, agonizing, excruciating death and all he wanted. Now, I know there's more theological... Okay. Yes, theologically, you know, he, he endured the cross for us, despising the shame. You know, we were uh, his, his focus. I, I understand all that. But I'm saying when he cries out on the cross, he doesn't say... He says, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. As he's talking to God. He tells the thief he'll be with them in paradise. But the agony. You see the agony when he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That agony, that sin, that moment in time. Was the worst moment in time but also the best moment in time and he did that he endured that for you and for me so that we could have a relationship with God so that we never have to say my God why have you forsaken me Jesus went through that so that we can in every situation in every trial in every circumstance know that God is real and that he loves us and that he is there. That he'll never leave us. That he'll never forsake us. And I know this is completely different than what we normally do on this program, but, you know, it's where... Uh, I apologize for getting so emotional, but... Uh, I want you to know that God loves you. That he cares about every aspect of your life. That he cares about every moment of what you're going through. And that he is a God who hears and answers prayer. It's not always the answer that we want. But a lot of times it is, isn't it? Countless more times God answers prayer in the way that we desire than that he doesn't. And there's no reason not to take him every request, every thought, every burden, every joy, every fear. God's there. 
He loves you. He wants to have a personal, intimate relationship with you through his son, Jesus Christ. All you have to do, you know, Jesus, Jesus was perfect. Jesus was God's son. God in human flesh, he came to this earth, he lived a perfect life, he died a sinless death. Taking your sin, taking the punishment that you deserve, taking the punishment that I deserved. And all we have to do is call upon him. Ask him to save us. Accept the gift of his death in place of ours. Say, God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I deserve hell. I know that you're God and that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross to take the punishment that I deserved. And right now, in the best way I know how, I ask that you would save me. Take away my sin. Take me to heaven when I die. It's really pretty simple. There's not a magic formula. It's not magic words. It's not even the words that save you. It's the the belief that Jesus is who he says he is. That he's God's son. And that his death on the cross was a perfect atonement for you. And that's it. That's all there is to it. It's just a simple matter of faith. It's a simple matter of believing. And when we believe, we become part of God's family forever. And then we can have that relationship with God. And we can know that God is there. God is here with us every single moment of every day. And I don't think there's any, in fact, I know there's not any better news in the entire world. It's not just, we call it the good news. It is good news. But really, we should call it the best news. Because it's the best news ever. So thanks for letting me get a little emotional and personal with you here today. I know it wasn't, you know, I I didn't go into a lot of specifics on, on some things, just... You know, for different reasons, but, uh, you know, there are moments in life where you get to take a step back and look at things. And I was able to have some moments like that over the past few weeks. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what all God has in store for the future, but I know that he's in control. I know that I've seen him answer prayer request after prayer request after prayer request in the last several weeks and months and I know that he wants to hear from you I know that he wants to know everything that is going on in your world in your life (laughs) and it's not something that needs to be complicated or drawn out just talk to him Prayer, sometimes I think we don't pray because we think of prayer as some deep spiritual or or mystical concept that, you know, can only be attained after a certain hours of meditation or, you know, if I don't have a a prayer list written down with at least 50 things on it, then I can't pray. If, if, you know, if I'm not on my face, then I can't pray. Prayer lists are great. Meditation is great. And I'm not, I'm not talking about like, meditation. I'm talking about scripturally meditation. It's a biblical concept, but I'm not going to get into that right now because I just looked at the clock and realized it's later than I thought it was. Um, 
Those things are, are fantastic. You should fall on your face before God. But that you don't, you can pray anytime, anywhere. And I know we say it and it sounds cliche, but it's true. Prayer is just talking to God. And I know I say just, like, like it's no big deal. You know, you just, you just get to talk to the ruler of the universe anytime you want. Anytime you want. Do you think about that? The God of all creation who is in heaven dealing with famine and plagues and, and misery and suffering and death all around the world. When you say, God, it's as if, now, now he doesn't because he is not like us and he is not finite. So he can do all the things at the same time, right? But it's as if everything else in the throne room of God pauses while God looks at you and says, Yes, my child. What can I do for you? And you know what? Maybe, maybe your dog is sick. Maybe, you know, you, you I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's something that seems insignificant to you. But to God, it is as significant to pause all else and help you with your, your dog being sick as it is to deal with the, the plague or the famine or whatever anywhere else in the world. And to us, that seems like that can't be, like God can't, that can't be. I, you know, God has to deal with all these big, significant problems. <laughs> the reason he's God, well, it's not, well, I shouldn't say, shouldn't phrase it that way. But because he is God, that's a better way to put it, because he is God, he can handle the plagues and the pestilence and the famines of the world. And still care with every ounce of his being about whatever it is that you bring to him. Isn't that awesome? If that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what will. And if you want to be inspired in your prayer life, what you need to do is you need to study the lives and, and, and the work of two of my most favorite heroes of the faith. Probably my, my favorite person um, when it comes to Christian history is a guy named George Mueller. Just incredible. I have always admired him since I was a little kid. Somebody gave me a biography of George Mueller and it just it transformed a lot of the way that I think about, about life from when I was you know, eight years old and parents have your kids read good biographies of great Christians starting at a young age. Read them to them, buy them for them, read them with them. Inspire them to live big for God because uh, they have heroes who lived for God, okay? But George Mueller, Hudson Taylor... If your prayer life needs some inspiration, start with those two guys. And I think maybe a, a good ending, good way to wrap this up today. And again, you know, thanks for humoring me. I, I know this is completely different than what we usually do. But for one thing, I literally, as I mentioned at the beginning of the program, have no idea what's happening in the world right now. I, I have purposefully stepped away from social media and the news and everything this week to just take a break. 
and I, I hope this has been a blessing and an encouragement to you or in some way today, but um, I'll just finish with a couple of quotes from these guys. I, I think some of the uh, greatest men of prayer of modern of the modern era and by modern I mean you know 18 1900s I realize that we're in the 21st century now but you know now George Mueller said it is a common temptation of Satan to make us give up the reading of the word and prayer when our enjoyment is gone as if it were of no use to read the scriptures when we do not enjoy them and as if it were of no use to pray when we have no spirit of prayer if you believe indeed in the Lord Jesus for the salvation of your soul, if you walk uprightly and do not regard iniquity in your heart, if you continue to wait patiently and believingly upon God, then surely your prayers will be answered. And Hudson Taylor said, It is not great talents or great learning or great preachers that God needs, but men great in holiness great in faith, great in love, great in fidelity, and great for God. These are the ones who will mold a generation. Is that you? If it's not, it can be. If it isn't, it should be. Newt. <laughs> we say, well, great faith. I don't have great faith. Great faith is not some grandiose thing that you achieve. It's a simple step-by-step -step asking God and believing God. Ask God, believe God. So ask God and believe God this week and watch and see how he will answer and what he will do. Thank you for listening today. Always a privilege to have you with us. Don't forget to join us for church on Sunday, 9.30 or 11.15 Sunday morning. Always our privilege to have you with us. 6501 West Lake Mead Boulevard is our address here at Liberty Baptist. Hope to see you on Sunday morning. And that's it. Our time is up. <laughs> see you back here tomorrow, same time, same place on KVXL 101.1 FM, Experience Liberty Radio from Liberty Baptist Church in Las Vegas. <laughs>